Holy spider webs. This is Flight Check Season 3, Episode 3. We're back once again talking all aspects of FlyQuest. And there is simply so much League of Legends to cover from the past two weeks. We have a lot to talk about tonight. My name, as always, is Sandy Toes. And to my left and my extra left, great to be back talking LCS with you guys once again. It's Noxwar and Curly Double Q. Fellas, LCS has returned. We've got a lot of interesting takeaways from week one. NACL is about to wrap up week two. There's a lot of interesting takeaways from there as well. Uh, League has kicked off around the globe. It is that time of year again. I'm excited. Curly, how about you? I know you've got that bomber rocking the bomber jacket tonight. It's so. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, one of the, I love it so much. One of the final pieces made by uh, Fiend before she left FlyQuest. Uh, tough times <sighs> ahead. Uh, Say her way to go out, though. Yeah, what a, what a way to go out. Uh, great moment right. for her. Um, she will absolutely be missed. Not, you know... It sucks to lose somebody who has contributed so much to the organization, um, but understandably, she was there for five years. I understand if she wants a bit of a new challenge, uh, so mm -hmm. there's that. For uh, all we know, we're just waiting on the C9 announcement. Well, they seem I mean, to keep look, stealing five oh, quests. At this point, that's just kind of like how it goes, isn't it? It's like, uh, <sighs> yeah. So yeah. nobody talks about the fly quest to C9 pipeline, and I yeah, feel like right, we should. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> we should be talking about that a lot more often. Uh, Knox, how are you doing? Week one of LCS behind us, a 2-0 start for FlyQuest. How are? Give me the the overall sentiment. 2-0 for FlyQuest. And NACL rocket into the end of week two here. I feel like mostly things are actually pretty good in the areas that we expected them to be. How are you feeling about it all? No, uh, at least for me personally, I know some people will disagree about the LCS team. They thought they would probably go 1 1 because it's Team Liquid and they're supposed to be good and whatnot, right? right. But uh, everything out of all three of our teams has gone exactly to plan for me. Like, I was like, 2-0 FlyQuest, I expect that to happen. Uh, I did have a little overconfidence in our NACL Fly Challengers team. I did say they'd go 4-0, they went 3-1, it's, eh. it's fine. <laughs> uh, they, had a, they had a little bit of a warm-up game, right. it's okay. <laughs> they still look very, very, very good, um, and they are about to play here momentarily, so maybe if you're listening to this later, go check on the results of that. If you're uh, watching this now, maybe put it on a separate tab and listen to both, watch both, whatever. Um, but yeah, well, and then FlyFam, unfortunately. Mute the Challenger stream and keep our yeah, 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 yeah. audio up. I think that's the mm -hmm. most important, you know. So. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, and then uh, FlyFam, unfortunately, is uh, looking pretty rough. Yeah. Um, I, I was hoping for a little more, if I'm being completely honest, but there's been a lot of shining spots, and uh, if I'm being like, it kind of reminds me honestly of uh, Fly Challengers or Fly Academy last year, right? If you guys like, if you pull up the receipts from literally one year ago, and when Yuji and uh, uh, Spearax were first starting, and it was just like, man, these guys look rough, and it's like, okay, we're gonna take it like one one week at a time. We're gonna look yeah. at the improvements, and 
Uh, I think that's kind of the mindset you have to have watching this Fly Fam roster is like watch Lunacio, watch Goo, watch Blaze, and kind of see how the improvement goes. Yeah. And I have to say, at least in terms of individual moments, like they've all had moments. And so I'm kind of continue to keep my eyes open and see what else they can show us going into the future. But yeah, unfortunately, Fly Fam is a little rough, but also pretty much exactly where I expected them to be. Yeah. Yeah, so lots to talk about tonight. We will get into every single aspect of uh, FlyQuest League of Legends tonight. No Smash news to talk about, and we're still waiting for that Valorant team uh, someday <laughs> to be announced. So we'll get into all of those at other times. A uh, quick reminder that if you cannot catch all of the show, the VOD will be available here and on YouTube on our channel, Flight Check Podcast. And I will be personally editing the audio from this episode uh, and putting it up on Spotify tonight after the show. So you can listen to it there as well. Uh, and if you are listening to that right now and you want to listen to the show live, come join us every, mostly every Monday night, right here at twitch.tv slash flightcheckcrew at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And with that, let's get into it with a new segment. Uh, I don't have a flashy graphic or anything here for you, but this one... <laughs> So what do you do when you show up to the airport, you know, and uh, you got to get ready for your flight? Well, you got to check in. So this is the check-in. Uh, we are going to check in with the league. Uh, look, okay. I've come up with okay. another airplane pun uh, for this show. So. That, that, was a, that, was, that was a pretty good lead, uh, you know, actually, Sam. I, I, I think that. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. So couple surprising things. We're going to look at the LCS just really briefly so that we mm -hmm. stay apprised of what's going on, but I think the big standout things for me, um, TSM is 2-0 and o <laughs> after, <laughs> now, you know, beating Immortals, okay, I can see that. Beating Team Liquid, wow, that's a bit of a surprise. Um, CLG, also 2-0, and o, I think uh, beating some people's expectations, EG and Dignitas were their wins. That's really interesting to see. Dignitas going 0-2. And at the other big thing, Team Liquid, 0-2. Nox, out of all these things, which one is the most surprising to you when you look at the standings after week one? I know it's very early to react in any kind of overreactions, but that's what we're doing here tonight. We're overreacting. That's what you got to do after week one. So how are you feeling about things right now? Um... It, it has to go to TL or TSM, right? That that's the overreact. Like the what the hell is happening, right? I, I think the the better question becomes is, were you higher on TL or were you lower on TSM? And what's the difference between that in terms of the two O for TSM and the O two for TL? I think personally for me, um, I I have TL in fourth and I have TSM in what did I say tenth? So for me personally, I think TSM is the bigger surprise. Like. Holy crap. It, like, the Immortals game was kind of like, whatever, that's a ninth, 10th place matchup in my mind. So it's like, okay, you know, someone had to win that, yeah. right? Um, like, good for TSM, they managed to do it. I, I got my 9-10 wrong, oh no. <laughs> and then they come out the next day and they, like, beat Team Liquid. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and so, yeah, for me personally, I, I think uh, TSM's the bigger surprise there. Totally. Uh, Curly, how about you? What's, like, the big standout results wise or if you've got a player that kind of caught your eye over the weekend what's been the what's been the surprise for you so far 
If I'm going to be honest, I'm going to have to also go with the TSM 2.0 because, like, across the board, no one ever had them really higher than ninth. Uh, if you look at my individual players, they're all, like, the peak is chime at 8, and it's like, how the heck is this team 2-0? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm going to be honest, looking at, like, their match history, I'm going to credit this to kind of similar how do we started out 2-0 last year we uh we started out well and with by the mid split we're falling off so i expect that to happen with this team because like tl right now really just kind of they don't seem to have any groove at all yeah. um and it's just it's really really tough for them right. um which is honestly i think i credit like that the reason i don't find them being 0-2 as surprising as TSM being 2-0 and is because, like, without saying it, TL was kind of supposed to be the super team. Yeah, they are absolutely. literally an all-Korean roster designed to be an all-Korean roster. Yeah, you're completely on the money. It's like, so they were the one that was supposed to be the one, like, yeah, no way they screw up. And so naturally they <laughs> screw up because this yeah. is League of Legends. Right. <laughs> and so um, that honestly, like, even though it's like crazy, I'm like, I mean, narratives, bro. It happens every year. So absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, uh, definitely TSM is the surprise. But I, I would say Team Liquid actually going O2 to start is surprising to me. Um, just simply like, okay, I erred in picking TL over FlyQuest. I will readily admit this. Uh, right here. <laughs> publicly uh only sure. 10 minutes into the show yes i was wrong <laughs> however i think everybody would have expected tl to beat tsm Knox, i don't know if you've got the stat on fly discord predictions for tl over tsm but i i have to believe uh, it was like 90 percent plus tl um, so out of the 60 responses for the fly pickums yeah. only two were in favor of tsm yeah. And one of which was Huli's bot, which randomly picks the teams <laughs> at random. Yeah, see, like, like there you go. It, it just people something people did not expect, right? So, um, just very, very, very interesting. I will be really keen to see how they respond. Um, but okay, so you guys just mentioned TSM, which means it's time for the return of one of my favorite segments it's time for bait or great and tonight's first bait or great tsm is this 2-0 start bait or are they actually great curly we're gonna start with (laughs) you i need the argument from your side uh and you can both argue the same point i'm gonna let you do that but uh (laughs) I, I need to hear bait or great TSM. So I know earlier when I knew you were bringing this back, I said in chat, like I said, bait team. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? Oh, oh, never mind. I thought I went down. My internet gave oh, me no. a blip. Oh, you're fine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. Coolio. But it. So in uh, in chat, I said bait team liquid great mm-hmm. TSM. I'm going to be honest, though. I really do think it's a bait. I'm going to go back to earlier, like how last year we started out strong um, and then we just slowly fell down the ranks. I think that is the curse that is going to bestow this TSM team. Uh, Granted, I call me crazy. 
based off of this weekend alone, my crazy like Hail Mary shot is that they will be 2-0 to Team Liquid this split, even when Team Liquid potentially finds their rhythm. Because Team Liquid on paper should be a very strong team, and they're just really not doing well at all. So once they fix all that, they have the potential to crawl back into the top four and have a role on playoffs. But they will not defeat TSM. But TSM, still, uh, still bait. Sorry, dog. You can start out two and zero, and and just out of playoffs. Yeah, been there before. Right. Absolutely. All right, Knox. How about you? TSM, bait or great? How are we feeling? You know, I uh, I think I need to go fishing with Curly over here because I'm also going with some bait. Yeah. Uh, I don't trust this TSM team at all. Uh, I mean, congrats on the two zero. It is actually well deserved. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to consistently repeat that success though. I I think. The teams at the top of the table are still maybe just getting their bearings or still getting the uh, the synergy down, whatever it may be. Like, I think that's a very much the case with Team Liquid in, in a separate scenario that we're not talking about evil geniuses, right? But these are teams that are supposed to be really, really good. Um, I, I just don't think it's there for TSM. So take the 2-0. Great for you. Uh, I'll see you probably at the bottom of the standings in four or five weeks from now. No, I, I'm going to have to agree. I... Just the quality of their win uh, over, you know, what what teams they were beating. Like, Immortals, I'm not too impressed by you beating Immortals. That's not a difficult task. It's not going to be a difficult task for anyone this season. The Team Liquid one is more surprising. However, flukes happen, and, you know, you play 100 games, you're going to win some of them, and I feel like this was just one of the wins. Um, I don't expect TSM to you know be a top six team this year i feel like they can probably push for a playoff spot but i don't i I still feel like this is bait and until i see more i am doubting i am hardcore doubting all right i have another surprise beta grade i didn't tell you guys about this one oh oh oh, okay actually (laughs) all right i don't know on this one this one is bait i had to modify it a little bit Bait or not great, Dignitas. Bait or, bait is this or not great. Bait, are they like actually good or are they just not oh. great? Oh. You know, like. Oh. Yeah, so, okay, okay. So okay, is, this, is this O2 like bait for all the other teams to think they're weak or are they just simply not great? And I think this is an interesting discussion here because it's. It's a team that, on paper, like, I don't dislike, and there's a there's some good elements to it. I like Armut. Santorin is amazing. Um, I think Spawn can be, like, a capable AD carry, given the right tools and champions. Jensen, for all the crap we've kind of given him over the last couple of years on this show, he's, he's still, like, a... I would argue a top six mid in this league, you could argue. So they're there, but they looked really bad this weekend. They they were not impressive at all. And so I'm curious, Dignitas is 0-2. Bait, or is this team just not great? Knox, going to you first. Uh, 
You know what? I, I, I think on this one, I, I got all my fishing done and taken care of on the last Bader grid. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say they're, they're not great. Uh, I have them currently listed as seventh in my power rankings. Uh, I've never been high on Jensen. I pull up the receipts. I've been saying it for years now. Um, I am a huge fan of Santorin though, but I don't think Santorin's gonna be able to save this team. Uh, the bot lane is very questionable. And then Armut, who I actually think is a decent top laner, but has champion pool issues. Mm -hmm is not really going to change anything for this team either so and then along with that like i don't think anatron who's the coach for dignitas is really all that much or all that great i guess for the team i don't i i think i don't know there, there's not a lot going for this team even though there is a lot going for this team it's kind of this weird paradox yeah. and so I, i'm just to keep it nice and simple and sweet i just they're i don't think they'll be great right. they're not great yeah all right curly how about you where are you feeling on this one I'm also going to be in the not great train. Um, <clears throat> I think this is one of the cases where a good chunk of the individual players, while good on like at good players, it's just they're parts that don't work together. And so Santorin, to me, he is one of the best junglers in the LCS um, standing. Like, will always be one of my top four. Jensen undeniable talent even if we do dog on him because he has some high highs but some low lows yeah. and then arma is actually really really good um spawn i don't have as much to say about but ignar was part of that FlyQuest squad that was able to uh you know pull off the only win against top esports yeah. back in uh 2020 so it's like these are some really good individual players i just don't think they should be on the same team i think they would work better with other players on other teams like say if you if Santorin stuck with TL this split I think they might be better if I'm being <laughs> honest well. um, or if Santorin was able to somehow take contract spart, uh, spot on CLG he might be able to boost that roster up to fourth place because yeah. contracts already like pretty good so it's like you know if they were just with other players they would probably play better but they just had the misfortune of being this team, and they're going to have to run it into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I... Okay, if, I if it wasn't my... for the fact that this is a FlyQuest podcast, I'd, I'd actually want to debate CLG a little bit. <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact this is a FlyQuest podcast. Oh, no, I, I, we've got time. We This is going to be a nice long episode tonight, so bring it on. If, if you want to discuss a little CLG, well, here, we're still did... in the check-in phase. We haven't even gotten to... Uh, we haven't even loaded our bags on the plane yet. Yeah, so. we haven't gotten through TSA yet. Yeah, we we gotta go through security <laughs> okay. next. Okay. Well, here. Sorry, for, sorry for interrupting. It was just do, do your point first, <laughs> and then I I do want to debate. I do want to debate CLG really fast. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say real fast for me. I think I'm somewhere in the middle, and I know you're supposed to pick during Bader Great, but I'm somewhere in the middle because I I do think this team can show better performances. I think when Ignar gets in, I think they'll start to look a little bit better. Um, I think that they just kind of got put up against some tough opponents to start their season, and they should be able to beat the teams below them. And hopefully that'll uh, build up some confidence and some better synergy for them. So we'll go with that. So I'm going with, like, maybe a little bit of bait right now. All right. CLG debate. Knox, your turn, please. You have So, Curly, you, you, you were saying that you think this team could get up to fourth with Santorin, right? 
I mean, here's the thing. Contracts, I think, is already doing pretty good. It's just because I'm higher on Santorin as a jungler. You know? I I, I think there is a very strong chance that even my power rankings are wrong and that CLG is now going to sneak into fourth after what I saw this weekend. See, I, I think they're so not, sure I think they're already that. naturally fourth. I wonder if they, kind of like last year, if you recall last year, the J, uh, Jat had a great point about this on um, this week's episode of JLXP. That so I, I totally will be honest. I'm going to steal this point. Um, last spring, CLG had a fantastic meta read where Luger and Poom were both able to play the Seraphine. And that got them some nice wins to start out the spring. It does feel a little bit like CLG has some of that pre-existing synergy and a good meta read to start the season. And they're starting out with an advantage. And I wonder if, as the season goes on, as more teams build up their synergy, if the rest of the teams will catch up and CLG will start to fall off a little bit. So... I, I'm high on CLG, but I'm not like, oh yeah, they're a top three, top four team right now. I think now where I might have had them, I mean, let me look and see where I had them. Uh, you had them in six. I have in six. Honestly, now I, I probably would put them at you know five, maybe four, depending on how Team Liquid pans out. Um, but I'm not racing to to say like, oh yeah, they're they're going to worlds or something like that yeah no no i i think for me what it is is because uh, i haven't been fifth right if you go check my power rankings i think what i've seen this weekend from other teams and clg with a combination of teams not getting it together and how clg looked i'm keeping them in fifth but like if they have another 2-0 weekend i might like i'm not going to change my power rankings right obviously my power rankings were what they were before the split but in my mind i may or may not have them as like the fourth best team in the league yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we got to be nervous though, because if they do win worlds, I have to jump ship from you guys and start a podcast with Andrea. So uh, <laughs> it's true. Oh my, it's true. If you want to uh, keep me here, CLG has to underperform. <laughs> no, we do. We do want to keep you. That is absolutely. That is absolutely true. All right. Well, that is the check-in and bait or great. So now it's time for the real stars of the show. It's time to review LCS. Uh, maybe we could turn this into. Uh, it's like the TSA security check. You know, you got to, like, review the person and their belongings and everything. So, uh, you know, it's the security review. Fly versus Team POV. Liquid. I'll, I'll workshop that. We'll, uh, we'll mm-hmm. circle back, put a pin in that, and uh, we'll come back to that point. All right, Fly versus Team Liquid. This was game one. Uh, this game, really interesting to me because... It was not necessarily a FlyQuest dominant game from the get-go, kind of like the Dignitas game was, which we'll get mm-hmm. into. But by the end of it, oh my gosh, Prince on the Zeri was just going off. And I feel like Prince is ultimately the story of the week, really. Just like mm-hmm. how mechanically good this guy was and it's like i knew how good he was i had watched some vods i had watched lck a little bit last year i knew prince was good oh my gosh he just completely showed he crushed yeah um yeah yeah, curly like what stood out to you in this game 
Uh, I mean, it was there were some great moments. There were a couple tough ones, but overall, like yeah. great solid win. I'd say something that stood out to me in this game is number one, just speaker was everywhere. Um, like if there was ever a play that was about to be made or being made, Spica was either there already or close enough that he wouldn't miss him like much and we'd be able to save it. And really the only big problem I saw in the whole game was an engage that actually really started out well for us when he got the Maokai ult onto like three people in the Baron pit. That should have resulted really well for us. Yeah. And there was just a lot of like <clears throat> discord that kind of like happened in the midst of that fight that ended up turning it into a TL being able to catch up. Mm -hmm. But overall, something I saw in this game and then even in the Dignitas game is this seems like a very controlled flight quest. They <clears throat> are very like they're not as bombastic and I'm going in deep like we were last year. It's like we're going to like build our advantages wait for the moment, strike, and push the shit out of it. Um, and we are just going to go so hard that they cannot recover when we make a move. Um, and, like, you can see that particularly in Prince, because Prince, what I noticed the whole time is uh -oh. he was always farming, oh, and then no. when it came to team fighting or right, duels well, we'll or whatever, uh, he is okay. just really uh, I'll, I'll good try, at spacing I'll, himself. I'll try to pick up where he was going. So that but, uh, he can, like, Prince, Prince's uh, level of aggression is just shit. absolutely insane, yeah. right? Um, it, it is. Like you, 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 you can watch him the, in the uh, in the team fight specifically. He like, and using Ezreal as the example, right? Just he does not use his arcane shift defensively. I swear, he only uses it aggressively. Yeah. There was a moment in the mid lane where it was just like he just fancy feet. Just fancy feet. Can't touch this. Like, breaking ankles the entire time while on this Ezreal pick. And then he's still... Just every Q is landing. Every W is landing. He's getting multiple auto attacks weaved in in between these combos. It's just ridiculous. And so, I, I, it's just... Prince is absolutely absurd. And there's a reason why I was calling him as one of the best AD carries in the world currently. And how crazy it is that he joined our team. Yeah. And also, I think Curly is back. I see yes, him I looking he around. Back. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to finish your... Sorry, you can yeah, continue, Curly. Yeah, yeah to, finish my, to finish my point, is particularly with Prince, is he's, like, got a lot of awareness of the situation uh, that he's in and the abilities of his champion. So, like, he was always exactly where he needed to be in team fights and duels and, like, his spacing um, and most of his skill shots. Not all of them. Most of them, like... He did what he needed to do, and they were absolute. It was just some of the most beautiful gameplay I have ever seen. And then also on top of that, Vikla, <clears throat> his ability, yeah. like as a mid laner, he's exactly what I expected from watching uh, the clips that Knox sent me uh, for the flight check radar. Is like he will go in for things, and he will punish people, and he will. Like, he'll just make you go, oh, my gosh, did he really do that? And he yeah. plays some flashy champs, so he can do that. It's right. really good. Like, he he had a really long chase on Azir, I think, in the middle game. It was all the way from, like, our mid turret to, like, past their red buff. And it was like, oh, my goodness. You didn't have to go all that way, but you did. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was it was very impressive. Um, really impressive game against TL. Uh, I want to really shout out speaker i thought he looked really good um i thought he played well and i think it goes to show two things for me one 
it matters so much what pieces you have around you in order for your stock in the LCS to rise or fall. On TSM last year, people were giving him so much grief for just not looking like his former self. It's because he didn't have good players on that team. And now he's actually got people who can hold their own in lane, not only hold their own, win in lane, right? And that just enables him to do what he wants on the map. And then, two, I had a second point, and now I've totally lost it. Um, <laughs> uh, but ba yeah, basically that is, is he looks so much better now um, on an actually good team than he did on uh, TSM. And now Hunter Talkpot is going to is asking if we're going to talk about the Monte Cristo tweet. And I'm what assuming Monte Cristo is, tweet? I'm assuming this is speaker related. So now I got to go find this. No, it's it's uh, okay. I I wasn't going to give attention to it because it's really really effing stupid. But basically, Monty had a tweet saying like, oh, oh I'm Papa Smithy could have done this exact roster a hundred thieves if hundred thieves had just let him. And then Curry replied saying, well, this roster was built by oh, yeah, yeah. Nick Fan, not Papa. And then Monty was like, I kind of know that. And, and long story short, is Curry just was like, oh, well, geez. you didn't seem like you were giving him credit for it. And then Monty it, just popped well, off. Well, then, yeah, Monty, Monty really gets dumb. called out for being, for not ah, doing his research. And, so uh, Monty was Monty. A, yeah, so. Yeah, Monty. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't need to get into it. I th let me just put it this way. Uh, Thorin blocked me on Twitter uh, last year uh, because I liked a tweet that was, uh, like, against him. So, mm -hmm. look, if that's the if that's the fragility of your ego, then I'm not really interested in getting to know you. So, uh, <laughs> uh, that's about it. Um, anyway, TL game looked good. Uh, but I think the, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to say about the TL game, because I wa was going to move on to the Dignitas game. Um, I wish we would have gotten the Pentakill. I, you know, <laughs> could have gotten the Pentakill. That would have been the cherry on top. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, I'm excited about where things are going, and it, it looked really, really good. All right, so... Dignitas, let's talk about that one. Um, and I did not do the usual pull up the draft or anything, so let me uh, let me go ahead and get ourselves uh, some picks and bands. They, they they let the tree through again. I don't know why they let that happen. Yeah. The uh, oh, can we talk <laughs> about? Was, oh, you know what we didn't talk about, and on a uh, on the teal thing that I did want to bring up the sapling in the river that killed Core JJ. That was one of the funniest things I've seen. Good. Secret Agent <laughs> sapling, sapling just absolutely going in, taking out Core like that. Oh, that was so good. I relate to Core so much on that because yeah. I will be obliterated by saplings in my bronze matches. It's depressing. Yeah. I, I feel like that's like the perfect montage you can make of like the JoJo cuts of like the super dramatic like dun, oh, yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. and it's like Courtney yeah, him running the song, and then there's yeah. a cut and it's like nunny and then like <laughs> you know absolutely uh, so yeah that was uh, that was really really good so looking at these just the TL draft first so we went Gangplank oh by the way 
Yeah, Impact solo killed Summit, by the way. Old Man Impact <laughs> still crushing Like, just casually doing that. That was a beautiful fight. Um, and, uh, yeah, Prince looked really good on the Zeri. Spika set things up. Vikla, not, like, the best game KDA-wise, but he still uh, did fairly decently. He had that one... Um, he had that one. Was it the shuffle into the tower that was amazing? Yeah, he, yeah a huge yeah, part he of the first blood. Yeah, he yeah, got Piosik down to like five percent, and then yeah. the uh, Maokai ult was just like, yeah, <laughs> just a little bonk on the head. Uh, I liked this draft, and overall, I thought the drafts this week were really good. You had a little bit of, actually, a lot of late game scaling. You know, with both the Azir and the Zeri. And then the Ezreal uh, against Dignitas. Nox, talk to me about drafts this week. You know, did you like them? Is it kind of the classic, hey, it's week one, let's place, let's pick scaling and uh, go for late and we should win? Or uh, do you think this is maybe a style that we can expect to see uh, the rest of the season? Um, I... I... And correct me if I'm wrong, Sandy, because you're probably the other. You're you're the LCK expert here, but this was a very LCK draft, yes, right? Yeah, it absolutely was. Yeah. So I mean, and my one worry about this is like at least in the TL game, it is three losing lanes. It's just straight it up. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's it's cool that we have laners that are capable enough capable capable enough to be able to hold their ground and not lose too terribly to buy speaker enough time to just do his job and get them going and that's exactly what happened right was they survived the lane phase speaker got him ahead and then it was just over like tl's team comp couldn't do anything into ours um my my one worry though is if we continue drafting like that and i let me double check what the dignitas draft was um but if we continue drafting like that i'm scared that some team eventually is just going to go all in and one of these times we're not going to survive the lane phase and then it's just going to snowball from there so, like, for instance, the Dignitas one was Kasante, Maokai, Silas, Ezreal, Karma. So that's less late-game scaling, and that's more early-game slash mid-game. And so if we're able to balance those drafts, then it's fine. I'm not too concerned by it. Uh, but that's kind of how the TL one was. It was three losing lanes, and it was just, okay, if you make it out of lane phase, it's like, GG, it's done. And it, it's, that's great. It, like, if you know you can survive it, cool. Um, I'm more a fan of this uh, Dignitas draft personally just because there's a little more agency in lane there's a little more room to create your own uh win conditions and so on and so forth instead of kind of just like if we survive past like 10 to 15 minutes then we should be okay so um overall i thought the drafts were great this weekend uh song is continuing to show why he got drx a world championship because the man's drafts are just giga brain crazy good um so i'm looking forward to see what else he's able to draft in the coming weeks yeah, absolutely i thought um yeah definitely you're right about how that TL draft was three losing lanes, but for scaling. Um, and, I, yeah, I did like the uh, draft against Dignitas a little bit better. Surprising that uh, the Cassante had very little uh, influence in the game, just 0-2-4. It was really the Prince show in the Dignitas match. And let's talk about that first blood onto Armut. Uh, great. <laughs> Great setup. Dude, uh, and it's just like, all right, you've given first blood over to the Ezreal. Uh, GG. Uh, I'm sorry. That, like, that's one that in scrims 
you're like remake yeah it's just uh <laughs> like yeah. do we Pr- prince had a tear at level one walking into yeah, land. like oh, like Lord. that is it's not just, okay with someone like him you're just so far behind from the get-go and uh i i another point from jlxp that was really good about prince was there was one moment where he literally held his Q so that he could last hit some some champion with it for the kill. <laughs> that is discipline. Like, instead of just pouring on the damage, you know, spamming your Q, spamming your auto, holding the Q so you can last hit with it, like, that's just... That's absolutely crazy. Uh, so... Prince, this was really the Prince show. Vikla did look good on the Silas, and uh, Jensen did not look good on the Sakali. Oh my goodness. Really, really frustrating showing, I'm sure, for him. Nox, uh, uh, or actually, sorry, Curly, I meant to say. Yeah. Um, the Some of these matchups here... What stood out to you the most in this Dignitas game? I know you were watching the VOD earlier, so uh, what which of the lane matchups were most intriguing to you? I I think for me, I expected a lot more dominance from Tom, considering how broken Cassante is. Yeah. But what really like surprised me was how subtly Ezreal came online. Because sure, he did mm. get the first blood, yeah. but then we just kind of sit for a minute. And then all of a sudden he's legendary. Right. Like it like it happens, I think if you look at the death count, it happens in a span of ten minutes where it's like they don't do much, they just take turrets, and then over the next ten minutes there's fight, 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 and boom, he's right. legendary. Yeah. And so it's like it's just how subtly we started dominating them out of nowhere. Because it wasn't like a clear domination. Like, yes, the first blood set a precedent, but we weren't like steamrolling them the whole time. It was like we were building up, building up, building up, and then we toppled everything over. And I think, like, it's just interesting how that worked out. And I think it's really cool. And I think it's kind of a bit of what I said, where it's like we wait for the right moment to strike and we push as hard as we can. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, How did you guys feel about, and this kind of goes back to more of the overall weekend review. I thought Winsome looked really good. I, like... I had nothing oh. bad to say about his performance. Um, My, minus, minus not giving the Penta to a yeah, Prince. He's I, off and the team like, because of that. If that is the critique that we have <laughs> for him, then wow. Uh, I think the news is Ayla not in for week two. He's actually in Europe right now. He's mm-hmm. playing EU Champs Q. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, he's probably on some kind of travel visa. But it will be winsome again for week two. And honestly, I'm just kind of like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm yeah, just going to say Orgdiff. I'm going to say Orgdiff. Like, sure, you can have our CEO. We're just going to make your uh, support play better. I think it's it's probably just like teammate diff, if we're being honest. Uh, I mean, anyway, that's so, fair. You know, um, I mean, still part of the org. Yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, but I have no, no qualms with how Winsome played. And I think um, that I, I think uh, whenever Winsome goes back to the challengers team it should only make them better um like it, it that team will only get better with winsome uh, on that squad and they're already looking good 
Knox, uh, how about you? Winsome, yay or nay? I feel like he was a big yay for me. Did did not make any like critical errors that led to you know losing a Baron or a Dragon or something like that. I thought he played really well. No, I, I actually thought he was very very solid. Um, I I think as much crap as Prince was giving him, I I think Prince was very happy to play with him. I think he did everything he needed to really do. I don't think he was also anything super standout. He didn't really... Uh, I, I, I guess he just wasn't really a, the star of the team, which is fine. Right. This this is a star-studded roster. You don't need to be the star. Right. Um, but I, I think he, he did everything he needed to do, just kind of flew under the radar, and, and that's fine. Um, at the end of the day, I think I'm still more excited to see what Ayla can do when he gets here because... Everything I've heard and everything I've seen goes to show that he sh should be the better mechanical support. Right. Should be able to maybe... Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Prince had a 1-0 tier start in lane against Dignitas and then was fairly even in lane with uh, Yeon and Core JJ. Um, but I think when Ayla finally joins the squad, you're going to start seeing some 2v2 kills happening, yeah. right? Um, so I, I think at the end of the day, I'm very happy with how Winston performed. Uh, I, I am still looking forward to Ayla, though, and I think... Once Winsome does join this Fly Challengers team, who, by the way, is playing right now and just got first blood with a 2v2 uh, mid-jungle duo, um, when Winsome does join this team, I think this will be even more of a deadly Challengers squad, and I'm very, very excited for that. Not to say Keetong hasn't been doing well. He has been doing yeah. well. No, I agree. Um, all right. Any, any final thoughts here? Was there anything negative from the week that you want to point out as things to maybe work on? Or was it all just golden? Was it all perfection from top to bot? Um, I mean, I mean, these are small nitpicks, right? But there's still things you have to be consider about and stuff that I'm sure they look at in bot review. But uh, I know I know Vicola got caught in side lanes once or twice, although it was kind of a reach yeah. in both like instances. Um, like TLO was really stretching to get those picks, yeah. and so I, I can't blame them too much for that. But it's also something you do have to be aware of. And then the uh, the Herald fight in Dignitas, yeah. the one, the one that was like the one and only thing. But if you go back and watch that fight again, you can t like you can see the gears turning in all the heads of FlyQuest uh, players, yeah. right? It's like we're three v four, but like a lot of their skills are down, their summoners are down. We can outplay this, and you can see they they go for it and they get extremely close. So honestly, I'm I'm kind of just chalking that up to like. We, they were limit testing, and they still clawed, they still clawed it back and like easily shut out the game from there. So, if you want to have a little limit test moment here and there, I'm not really going to complain about it. Just make sure it's not too big of a deficit. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you're not, uh, you know, completely throwing the game away. In other words, yeah, yeah, yeah. One one thing for me is um, impact. I don't know if like their role from him is just to play weak side. Uh, I didn't see as much presence from him as I expected. But it might just be, you know, we're making this the Prince show right now and the, or the Vicla show. And if that's our way to victory, then so be it. Because Impact's still reliable. He wasn't Absolutely. like a big crutch. It was just he wasn't the pop-off. But yeah. I really would like to see some Impact carry games, especially on, like, Game Plank, bro. He uh, has had some I, I, beautiful Game Plank matches in his history. Yeah. I, I think that TL game what was him honestly that I I wanted I who who got player of the game for the TL you know, one? I didn't uh I did not see I think it was impact actually okay I was gonna say like impact for me was the carry of that team liquid game he was crushing he got a solo kill against summon his ultimates were great I uh yeah impact I think that's got player of the one game. thing 
Okay, yeah. So I, I think that's the one thing about Impact is I don't think he's ever going to be the go-to person like, hey, you're the carry. But in times of need, if you need to, by all means, give him the carry role, he will do it. And I think it, the, the TL game was just one of those, hey, man, you saw what killed Summit? All right, man, here's some resources. Go nuts. And, and then same for the Dignitas game. First blood to a prince in level one with a tier start in lane. Okay, yeah, we're just going to funnel resources to you. Go nuts. And so there you go. Well, won't he do it? Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. That was week one. Looked really good. Moving on, though. Week two. Time for some predictions. Uh-oh. I don't have the camera set up here. That's hilarious. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Um, I'm not going to bother. NA production. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> fixing those right now all right well it's only curly uh visible on the uh thing but uh, Re represent, us, represent well, curly. us well all right curly um so golden guardians is the thursday match i believe that is at 6 p.m eastern time and then cloud nine is the friday match that is at 7 p.m eastern time so uh Talk to me first, Curly, about Golden Guardians. How are we how are we feeling about this one? You know, what let's be honest. What should the uh what should the, you know, outcome be in this matchup? Do we, do you really even have I to ask, you're... bro? Do you really have to ask? It is uh <laughs> it is one hundred percent of FlyQuest win oh, over Golden yes. Guardians. I mean, I, I don't, I, you know, it's going to be tough for me to disagree with you. Knox, how about you? Uh, where are you landing on this one? Um, so something I, I do want to point out. Um, I did see that Gory got his visa approved and is on his way. I do not know if he's going to be here in time, but he is on the way. Uh -huh. So ha having said that, I mean, no matter what, I'm predicting a FlyQuest win here. Right. However, I do, I do want to uh, bear some caution, though. If Gory is here, the mid-jungle duo, even though like the synergy's not going to be completely there because they haven't played since they were uh, boot camping in Korea, the, the, this mid-jungle duo is one of the best in the league, and I, I, I actually do mean that. This is a very scary mid-jungle duo, but... It shouldn't matter because the top lane is still going to get smurfed on by impact and the bot lane is nothing like gg bot lane is not going to stand up the prince and winsome right. just straight up i'm sorry but i do want to bear caution this mid jungle duo is scary so beware but yes FlyQuest. all right win. well there you go uh i am also going with the FlyQuest win uh that is my take on the matter and you cannot change my mind about it i just think we even with Gory in, I, I do think Gory is very good. Um, but I just... Bot lane, we outclass. Top lane, we outclass. And I think jungle, we outclass. So even if you want to argue that Gory will put up a good fight against Vikla, I just think we absolutely outmatch them on paper across the board. And honestly, this should be like a sub-30 minute win. Like, it should be a dominant win. Um, I expect them to perform very well. You want to go for 18 minutes like G2 yesterday? No, we'll, we'll go for... Well, I'm just... I'm asking for sub-30. That's all I'm asking for, all right? That's all... That's all I need. 
Uh, all right. How about the other one, though? Cloud9. Another uh, big match. We've managed to have, like, uh, two of the uh, supposed top, you know, four uh, in our schedule right off the bat. Uh, not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Nox, I'm actually going to start with you. How are we feeling about this Cloud9 matchup? So, I personally for me, because I, I have Cloud9 ranked as the second best team in the league currently, uh, this is our hardest matchup. Uh, I, I am actually nervous for this one. I, I think Fudge looks absolutely insane. Uh, I think Blabber is Blabber is continuing to look great. Uh, I think Diplex has just kind of been okay. Like, He's there. He's been doing his job. Uh, Berserker's still great as always. I'm very excited for this bot lane matchup. This bot lane matchup should be nutty. Um, and so, at the end of the day, I think if we're going off of how they both looked in week one, I think Fly looked a little bit stronger than Cloud9 did, and so I'm going to give the edge to Fly. But I, I this could go either way. I would not be surprised. And in some ways, I actually wouldn't mind the loss here because it's going to help the guys learn and understand, hey... This is what we need to be doing, and it's. it's a, I think it's always good to have a loss in regular season. Even though we want the eighteen and zero, that'd be sick. I think if you really want success, like you should have some losses on stage, so you understand. Hey, if we get put behind or we need to be do better in these areas, like you learn from them, right? So, FlyQuest win, but I would not actually be upset against, of a loss against Cloud Nine of all teams. All right, there you go. All right, Curly, how about you? Uh, where are you landing on this one? Curly, you are muted. NA production, baby. And uh, he's he's still talking. Oh, wait, maybe. Hello. No, still muted. Nope. Oh, he, he's I, fixing it. All right, sign sign us your prediction, Curly. You use your hand like now ASL. He's what? All right. Well, it's time oh, for me to give dead? my okay. prediction on FlyQuest versus Cloud9. Uh, all right, so I agree with you, Knox. This is going to be a difficult matchup, I think. Um, oh, where to begin? Yeah, I think you've got the defending champs. They've only changed out one player. Now, I have been of the opinion for a while that the reason why they won was because the the meta really suited them. Yeah, the p patch, patch diff, honestly. It was a patch diff. Straight now, up. <laughs> I don't think things have changed too much meta-wise. So, I still think this Cloud9 team is going to be really good this year. Jury is still maybe out a little bit on Diplex. Uh, maybe there's going to be a move there. Who knows? Um, but, from what I saw, versus Team Liquid and versus Dignitas this past week, I just feel like FlyQuest... Uh, I Look, I didn't believe last week. I said 1-1. I'm not doing that again. It is absolutely going to be a FlyQuest 2-0 this week. I am calling it right now. 2-0 uh, for FlyQuest. Curly, are we unmuted? Uh, I want to hear your prediction. Oh, now he's freezing again. All right, so I don't know what <laughs> Curly's prediction is. Do, do, do we want to just uh, we'll put him down under fly yeah, we'll have a I'll, unanimous I'll uh, group fly. decision Nox why don't you what is a thing that is like what matchup in this uh, like what lane matchup what role matchup is the most concerning for you 
in this Cloud9 game. I think for me, it might be Jungle or bot lane. I'm not exactly mm. sure. Um, yeah, Berserker is really, really good, and he might, you know, end up being able to do some work. So, I mean, how are you feeling about bot lane or jungle in this game? Uh, it's funny because like there are reasons where it's like I I I could see an argument for us losing any of these three lanes, but also at the same time there's. Th arguments for us to win all three lanes. I think the one I'm probably most worried about is actually the top lane. Believe it or not, I know. I know. Um, Impact has always oh. been a rock, but oh, is he back? Oh, hello. There he is. There it's me. Hi, I've returned. Nice. Oh dear lord. Anyway, <laughs> good job filibustering, guys. Sorry about the technical difficulties. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna try, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet because I know you've been killing time, but like this, I do agree this is gonna be one of our harder matchups. Um, especially, I like that this plays out with the question I asked Blabber last week in the Q and A of Blabber, who is not Blabber? Shit, speaker. <laughs> <laughs> because I asked who he thinks his LCS rival is, mm. and he said Blabber, which is why I said Blabber. And so, like, really, this will be a jungle rivalry matchup, and we can really see. Um, who's the superior jungle here? Because I think they have pretty equal caliber, um, like supporting squad. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd personally say Vigla is better than Diplex to me. Um, and I definitely do think Winsome is better than Sven, but like Fudge is a monster and Berserker is insane. Uh, so honestly, the, the way it balances out, I think we're kind of on even ground here. I am going to give it to Fly though. Um, I just, really believe in our bot lane to outshine and then have a lot of pressure on the rest of the map. And I think Impact is one of the few junglers uh, that can, you know, withstand Fudge as a player. And as Arkham Avalon is saying in his chat, Cassante will be banned because Song is smart and will not let Broken Champs through unless we are picking them. No, I, I think uh, I, these are good points. So we're all calling the 2-0 for FlyQuest this weekend, mm -hmm. very exciting. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be a good season. It's gonna be a good year. I think things are looking really up for FlyQuest. And speaking of things, teams uh, that are doing pretty well, it's time to move on to FlyQuest challengers. And now it's uh, Knox's favorite. Uh, portion the, of the, um, the irony of saying they're doing pretty well in Cloud9 Challengers yeah, is currently Yeah, right now, right now. Uh, they're down 6-1 in kills and approximately 7,000 gold to Cloud9 Challengers. But you know what? That's just details. So we're going to move back to the normal <laughs> thing. And we're going to talk about Fly C for a minute here. Uh, currently 5-1. Maybe on their way to five and two, no big deal. Uh, in week one, because we missed them, or we missed talking about them. They won one with area of effect. Uh, they two o TSM challengers, and then on Saturday they t they two o'd uh, Team Liquid first. So they're 
opponents are all bottom half of the league. Now, in one way, that's kind of good because, okay, they went 5-1 and one against the kind of scrub lords of the league. Okay, that's good. That's what you need to do, you know, to be top half. Fantastic. But now here they are. They're playing against Cloud9 Challengers, a team that right now is also 5-1. and one. Cloud9 Challengers played FlyFam, who they beat, which we'll get into in a bit. EG Challengers and Dig Challengers. So all teams that are higher up in the standings currently after almost two weeks. So Flycee look good just against lower quality opponents. Nox, talk to me about some of the trends you've been seeing with FlyQuest Challengers. Is the famed Spirax Yuji combo back on? Uh, are they picking up where they left off? Uh, how are you feeling about the new bot lane? Give it all to me. I want to hear it all. Uh, yeah. So I think... Well, actually, I'll save the best for last. Um, Mid-jungle, Spearax, Yuji, looking hot as ever. Uh, killing it. Uh, it. Like, even this game, their mid-jungle duo, their one kill, was like a great gank they just had, right? Um, I, I've been very, very happy with how they looked. I, I think... Philip has looked solid for the most part. Um, still kind of, like, not the best in the NACL or anything, and I, and that's pretty much what was expected, right? Like, he came into the LCS, gained some experience. I, I think he's looked okay because of that experience, but he's still not the best by any stretch of the imagination, I think. Um, Keetong has been subbing in in place of Winsome because Winsome has been playing on the LCS stage. I'm not going to go too into depth on, depth on him, but he has done a, a, a an immaculate job of just taking... Uh, win some yeah. spot. He's done good. I really, really want to give a moment to focus on Masu, though. Masu has been playing the NACL on, according to Papa Smithy, 165 pings this entire scene. time. And it has looked absolutely cracked. Yeah. This man is nuts. Uh, I don't know how he's doing the stuff that he's doing on the ping that he's on. Uh, I really, really hope that this guy can get into LA sometime soon because the moment he does, I would love to see him on the zero ping that these guys are playing on, basically, or the like the seven or ten ping, whatever it is. Um, this, like, uh, I, I was, I was fairly high on him coming in. I did not think he would look this good, though. I'm so, so impressed with how he's looked so far, and I really hope he's able to keep it up. Like even, even now, like he is. I mean, he's. It, I'm bragging about him being zero zero and zero, but with how this game's going, he's zero zero and <laughs> yeah. zero. Like it's it's actually like I'm very impressed with how he's Although looked so did, far. Um, uh, and I really just get a kill, so or not Masu, but uh, the team. So they're they're still oh, okay, in okay. it. Um, so either way, I, I really want to give a lot of praise to Masu. I think he's looked fantastic, and I think whenever Winsome does come back down, this is going to be one of the deadliest bot lane duos there is in this league, and I think it'll be super scary to deal with. Um, so, yeah, I think the Fly Challenger squad, they look great. I, I've been super happy. I know they've only been playing bottom half teams so far, but they're, they're good. No, I, um, I'm still very excited to see how they do. Um, you know, and look, uh, at the end of the day, what it's all about for these teams, and I think this is even more important for FlyFam, which we'll talk about in just a second, you know, it's the development. It's getting these players to a level where they can step into the LCS. 
um, or they can be reliable substitutes, you know, in case, you know, someone was sick or, you know, something were to go wrong. So as long as these guys keep getting better, that is what I am, you know, concerned about. It, you know, if, you know, they're going, like, they're, they've got a 50% winning percentage, but they look better every game, like, I'm still okay with that. That's still a win for me. Uh, Curly, any thoughts on Fly Challengers before we hit Fly Fam? Um, I like how well they're playing right now. They, especially... Like just reiterating, like Masu being on such a high ping and still being able to perform, able to perform well, yeah. is just ridiculously impressive. Because uh, if that's what he does on high ping, imagine what he would do at a LAN. Um, and I really do think that this squad is only getting stronger as the season progresses. Yeah. Um, I think they've got just a lot of really good potential to be a, probably a top four, top three finish. You know, yeah. is Masu He's supposed to? I, I hadn't. Heard read this so i might have missed it is he supposed to come over to the west coast at some point or is he going to be he he is supposed to because he's technically part of the challengers right. team and all challengers teams are based in la okay. so at some point he is supposed to be on his way i don't know the timeline on okay, that though gotcha. i'm watching a team fight between them right now uh they <laughs> they've lost the team fight all right so i think this team is good. They just this lost the team. good, but they are... <laughs> to be fair, Cloud9 Challengers is, I think, in my opinion, the best team in the yeah, Challengers they, League. Like This team is this nutty. This team is kind of cracked, actually. Uh, I, I will be curious to see what happens if Cloud9 ever decides to make the swap between Diplex and Amenez, because yeah. I think a lot of this comes off of Amenez. Um, they actually will probably drop quite a few ranks, I think, because like a lot of this has just been Amenez just straight up beasting in the mid lane, and like... Literally, I think the man is at like I think it's eleven solo kills now. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, he's. It is just it's it's stupid totally nuts. Uh, all right, excellent. Uh, all right, the final thing tonight, Fly Fam. We do have to talk about them. It, that sounds bad. I say that because it's been a struggle. The start of the season has been a struggle. There's no way to dance around it. They are one and nine now their sole win uh coming against pardon me for not remembering against clg faith clg faith uh, the yep. other team that uh they are one in seven right now playing dignitas challengers right now probably i expect we'll go down o2 to that so not great however there has been one bright shining star for me uh, in the games that I've watched from FlyFam, and that is Lunasia. He looks really, really good in the top lane, and I I just want to see more out of this guy. I want to see him develop, uh, continue to improve, because so far, against a fair amount of these, like, challenger teams, he's actually put up some pretty impressive performances. He's had a few solo kills. He's held his own in lane. Um... I, I felt like he looked has looked pretty good. Um, how much have you guys been able to pull out of Lunasia or anyone else on FlyFam that has looked particularly good to you? Uh, no, I, I think for me, I, I completely agree. Lunasia, to my surprise, I, I thought honestly the biggest new upcomer would be Blaze. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think Lunasi has been far and away the best performer so far for this team and has looked the best. And it's it's awesome to see, especially in a uh, atmosphere or ecosystem where top laners in the West are like really, really weak. So if we can develop this guy, that's great. Yeah. I'm really excited yeah. for it. Um, uh, so, I mean, along, along with that, though, I think uh, Goo's probably been somewhat surprising to me, too. I, it needs a lot of work still, but uh, I, I think there's been shining moments for uh, Goo. Um, and it, it's kind of unfortunate because I was a huge fan of Blaze. I You can go check the receipts before we even announced the roster. Blaze was one of my mid laners that I was like, I really want to see Flypan pick this, uh, this guy up. I think he's very, very good. Maybe that goes to show my terrible analytics and scouting <laughs> skills. I don't know. But uh, I, I, I thought he was really, really good. Um, and so it's kind of been unfortunate to see him struggling so much. And I know he's all of these guys are on higher ping. Um, but at the end of the day, I kind of was hoping for a little more from him. And then the, the bot lane is also, funnily enough, kind of been the most, I don't, want, I don't want to say disappointing, but like lackluster, I guess. Because this, this was the portion of the team where it's like, you have to consider this is a provisional team. You need to pick up yeah. wins, right? Because you have to be in the top two of all of the other six provisional teams, or the other five provisional teams, excuse me. And that way you can avoid the relegation tournament. And, and frankly... They're already way behind. I don't think they've been... Yeah, they're, they're way behind for one. And I, I just... I haven't really seen much carry potential coming from Instinct and Sword. Yeah. And that kind of that kind of sucks uh, that this was the one part of the uh, one pillar of this team that I was expecting to really just kind of carry their weight and do a lot of work and I just I really haven't seen it so hopefully what ends up happening in the coming weeks is the guys kind of start to gel maybe um, because there's been individual shining moments for all of them but they just really can't seem to come yeah. together yeah like uh, Cincinnati fear is seven and three. Uh, Wildcard Gaming, I don't know how they did against Team Liquid first today. Um, they went one yeah, and so one. They're five and three. So, FlyFam probably, uh, they have lost, uh, sorry, uh, FlyFam one and nine. Uh, Fly Challengers having just lost their uh, game one. They're already four, five, six games behind first and second place amongst the provisional teams. Um, so they're gonna, they're either gonna have to go on a massive run, I think, to avoid the relegation tournament, or, uh, they're going to have to perform extra well in that relegation tournament, because looking at some of those teams that are gonna probably be coming through in, uh, in that promotion tournament, there's some decent teams in there that could pose... Definitely a challenge um, to a few Ma- Mary- Maryville looked terrifying. Maryville's a scary looking Maryville team. Maryville really good. Um, Na- Native looked good. Supernova looked really, really yeah. good. Um, CB Gaming surprisingly looked really, really good. Uh, there's there's mm-hmm. a bunch of teams that have potential. Yeah. It would it would definitely be a pretty big feels bad if FlyFam exists for like one 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 season <laughs> one split and then gets relegated, gets relegated. No. <laughs> now of course then they would get the opportunity i'm sure to do like a spring promotion of some sort maybe i i don't know exactly how that is going to work but you you just don't want that to happen obviously so gonna need to see some improvement i was looking at some preliminary stats on oracle's elixir fly fam has the lowest early game rating in nacl spring uh, not the worst mid-late rating, 
but their early game rating is 18.6. So basically, they're only winning like 18%, you know, uh, at, they only have 18% chance to win at the early game. It's just not, it's not good. It's not a great place to be. Um, if you want some positive stats, FlyQuest, main team, uh, they have the third best, uh, sorry, not the, hang on, wait, it didn't, yeah, the third best early game rating, and the third best mid-late rating in the LCS, so, nice. you know, some good positives there, just to, uh, start things off. Uh, but, NACL does continue, so some big, more big matchups, uh, for week three, Fly Challengers plays twice. They play both iterations of CLG. They've got CLG Challengers and CLG Faith. And then, I was mistaken, we've got the Civil War uh, next Monday night. Fly Challengers versus Fly Fam. Oh, no. Uh, 6 oh, boy. is when that is happening. Um, Fly Fam, they also will play Dignitas Challengers. Uh, on Sunday. So, a lot of big games. I think after week three, you, you're already starting to see it. Um, but after week three, I think you'll really see the separation between, like, the good teams, the mid-teams, and the really bad teams in NACL. And we'll start to have a good understanding, maybe, of the different tiers. Um, but... Still an exciting league. Lots of really good players. There's, you know, uh, what's the what's the count? You've got like uh, 80, 80 players in NACL that all are looking to try to get into LCS. So there's a lot of talent there. You know, just need the LCS to pick them up eventually. So uh, that is all we've got. Unless you guys have any final topics that uh, you want to surprise me with right about now. Now's your chance. Uh, otherwise, we're going to move on <laughs> to the close. I think we should discuss Avalime. Oh! Uh, you know, <clears throat> probably some of the biggest news of last week. Yeah. That music video, man. One of the best pieces of content I have ever seen in the last couple of years. It is so beautiful. People are, like, comparing it to Tenacious D. I mean, it's a... Uh, and I think... It, a, it, it is. Cover, right? Or it's a parody. Is it? Is it a parody it, of Tenacious a, D? It, it, I, I don't know if it, I think it's a specific. I would say, in honor of Tenacious D, it's a tribute to the greatest song in the yeah. world. That is a tribute to the greatest song in the world. No, that's a that's a reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, wow, that one over yeah. my head. Oh, what a Sandy! Sandy's got me. Sandy's uh, the rockhead here. I know, I know. I get it. I get it. It took me realizing that I didn't get it to get it, and now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> this is the internet. I should know these things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's really, really beautifully well done. And like, if this is the kind of content we can expect, I'm really excited. Yeah. No, I th I thought uh, yeah, that was absolutely hilarious. I was laughing. Um, great to have her. On the roster, a new first like, and really our our one content creator um, mm -hmm. since I guess because Boy Boy kind of disappeared off the scene, right? So, um, yeah, having a a content creator under the FlyQuest banner is really good. Uh, helps to grow the brand, obviously. So, these are all good things. 
uh, I have really nothing bad to say about this. I think it's a fantastic move. And, uh, you know, we're taking what the LCS was wrong to drop off. So that's all I've got mm-hmm. to say about that. Uh, Next thing you know, we'll sign Dash. Yeah. Well, okay. One other thing I wanted to ask you guys real quick. Thoughts on kind of this revamped broadcast? Feels a lot more casual. Uh, things feel a little bit different. Um, you know, everyone's wearing chiller clothes on stream. It's not suit jackets and uh, ties anymore. You can wear a nice sweater if you want to. <laughs> so, I mean, I felt like the broadcast was really nice. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, maybe a little bit more than I usually would. A little bit more entertaining, more relevant to kind of the current vibe and feel of the scene. I, I felt like it was good. How, how did you guys feel about the broadcast this week? I mean, personally, I was working during both of them, so I didn't get to actually watch anything live. So I have no input yet. Right. But I did like ah. the QT uh, kitchen bit. So that was pretty that fun. was pretty good. That was excellent. Knox, how about you? Uh, I, I I've actually liked it a lot. It feels far more lax, which is far more kind of easy to get into. Um, not straight up ESPN, which I've never minded ESPN. I mean, but then again, I guess I'm. Uh, I'm very much a traditional sports watcher, so I never minded having something else like likened to yeah, it, yeah. right? Um, I do. I will say, like small critiques. I I still do want analyst segments, and there are analyst segments, but I feel like they've been very lackluster yeah. um, compared to what they have been in the past. Like they don't need to be like every single game to the level of what they right. were, but uh, just I don't know. They weren't really hitting the mark for me this week, so maybe hopefully going into week two, maybe the analyst segments are a little bit better. Um, and then last but not least, you got rid of Dash, but you still have Jat hosting the freaking analyst right. zone. Like, what's yeah. the point? Like, Make up your mind. So, I mean, that, that feels kind of bad for me. Like, not that, like, Jat or anyone else is, like, a bad host, quote-unquote, but, like, you got rid of him because it's, like, you don't need the host role anymore, and then you still have someone hosting the LCS. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, hello? <laughs> but those are, like, pretty much my only two right. critiques. No, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, it was a little confusing. I, th- I felt like Dash was definitely missed. So, is what it is. Uh, and you know what also is what it is? The fact that the show is coming to a close. So, thank you everyone uh, for tuning into this episode of Flight Check. Quick shout out for our one sub of the evening to I'm Scary Terry, who resubbed for two months. Thank you, Terry loyal friend of the show, longtime FlyQuest fan, uh, and great to have had you along with us for a little bit tonight. LCS is back. Week 2 is in just three days, which is wild to think about. Uh, 6pm ET versus Golden Guardians on Thursday. 7pm ET versus Cloud9 on Friday. So, be sure to follow us on Twitter for all of our reactions and thoughts to the games. You can catch the show at Flight Check Crew, myself at SantosDB, Knox at Knox War with two R's, and Curly at Curly underscore WQ underscore. Make sure to hop into the Flight Check Discord as well, where all kinds of esports discussion and otherwise takes place. And if you missed any part of this episode, the VOD will be up on YouTube tonight or tomorrow morning, and I'll be editing the Spotify right after this. So if you're watching or listening to those, and would like to catch the show live, we broadcast the episode on Twitch, usually every Monday night, 
usually at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at twitch.tv slash flightcheckcrew. All right, did you guys know uh, Daylight Savings Time is coming up? Or the end of it is coming up? Is it really? Oh, crap, is it really? Like, we're only a month oh, and change wow. away, you know? It's, uh, feels good. I won't have to, you know, go to work in the dark and come out in the dark. Uh, that'll be, that'll be really nice, so... It's little, yeah, it's little things. Uh, all right, Curly, give me some final yeah. notes, some shout outs, plugs. What do you What do you got going on? Uh, tell the good people what is happening in your life. I mean, honestly, uh, first biggest shout out is to LCS by for having their photos just like publicly available on Flickr as opposed to like behind a paywall. It's really nice for community because then we can just like you know. I'll get a hold of them because, yeah. uh, like, I, like I said earlier, I downloaded literally all of them just in case we need them for content purposes. Right. Uh, but then another shout out just to the team for going two and zero because. Uh oh. Now I am the proud father of my own little prince. There you are. <laughs> you know, and wow. You know, if I get a if if they keep up the two zero weeks, I get at least eight more of these. Yes. Uh, so they're not always going to be trees, but the first one, this is a money tree is what it's called. Mm. It's a little bonsai money nice. tree. And Love so it. it's supposed to bring good fortune to the home. And so I hope that good fortune spreads to FlyQuest. Perfect. That looks great. That's a beautiful little tree. Uh, Knox, how about you? Shout outs, plugs. I know pickums have started. Folks, keep doing your pickums in FlyQuest Discord. How about anything else? What you got going yep. on? Yep. Uh, really quick, as always. Oh, yeah. Cannot forget Just this. Papa, gotta, gotta remember this. And then, uh, you know, as a Texan, can, like you guys are Northerners, right? So can you can you maybe explain this to me? I'm not I'm not sure what this is exactly. Can you can you see like do you, do you uh, know what this oh, is? I, I I don't know uh, what this is. That's um. Uh, it's what, what is this? Snow. It's sn snow. Yes. In uh. Yeah. In, in our culture, uh, we have this regular thing called. <laughs> No, and uh, so actually, snow. Am I saying no, that right? Snow, snow. snow. Uh, no, not Sinnoh. That is uh, a region in a game. Uh, snow. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, but okay, actually, okay. Uh, Knox, you are actually very well equipped for this uh, as a big fan of the North American Challengers League because a good thing to address snow with is salt. Yes. Uh, so ah, you are perfectly okay. equipped to be able to walk around. Use your NACL no. to get rid of the salt, uh, get rid of the snow. Perfect. On your sidewalk. There you go. I, I will use this knackle, this yeah. salt, to be able to walk around in this salt. I, I got it. Excellent. Uh, Just get Pukar from NAMN. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. For me, my shout out, it's going to impact this man beats Dignitas and then gets up on stage with Prince and interprets for Prince. And then my other shout out goes to Prince for his English. This man already crushing it. Learning hard, coming in, kicking butt, taking names and already uh, doing an interview where getting asked the question in Korean, sure, but responding in English uh, and very competently, I thought it was, I thought it was great to see great teammate synergy right there, uh, and a good couple good chuckles. Go watch that interview; uh, it was really, really fantastic. All right, 
Dude, I love the uh, the Travis Gafford, like the quiz one where he's like, oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I'll, I'll have to go watch that. It's beautiful. That's yeah. Uh, oh, you know what we should do? Uh, you know how we did a LEC pop quiz? Uh, we should do uh, mm-hmm. one of the surprise tests uh, and see if we can see if we can guess. On us? Yeah, that'd be fun. I actually, I guessed all, all of right, them. We'll, we'll uh, have to find one that none of us have watched and uh, that, that comes out real soon and we'll have to do it. Just the next one. All right, we'll do yeah, the, next the next one. one. All right, next next time, uh, probably, so, I don't know about, in two weeks from now, we will do a surprise test live on air. Guaranteed. Hold me to it. All right. Uh, we will be back maybe next week. It's a little bit TBD uh, to discuss how LCS is going on. Further NACL stuff. I don't know if there's anything Smash-related coming up. Uh, I think there was one tournament that somebody registered for. I need to triple. Yeah, there, there's something coming up. I don't remember yeah. who it was or where it's at, but there is, there is something, something coming so up for We'll Smash. be tweeting about that for sure. So all I will say for now is please stay safe out there. Don't forget to hit the head on the nail, and we'll see you all very, very soon. Adios, everybody. Have a good one, guys. Peace, y'all.